Good morning, everyone. This is the Pitch Towards Holiness. I'm Mike Kidwell. And I'm Michael Kidwell. And today we are with you again. Really excited about what God's put on our heart to um, communicate today because we're going to be talking about the fastball. Everybody knows that in Major League Baseball, there's a bunch of different pitches, but um, the fastball is probably the pitch that has come the furthest in its um, progression over time. And so, Michael, kind of tell us what um, the fastball in the major leagues is uh, kind of where it is right now and where it used to be and just kind of the the whole progression of the fastball over time in major leagues. Um, well, fastball is one of the most common pitches used. Um, it's, it's used the majority of the time, and they call it a setup pitch so that it sets you up for a strikeout. Um, since 2008, the average velocity has increased about three miles per hour. In 2008, the average fastball was around 92 to um, 93. And since then, it's... And this has taken the average of all the Major League Baseball players that, that throw fastballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's um, including the ones that throw way over that. It Every pitcher has been average. And since 2008, it's gone up to around 94, 95. Wow. And so, and they use it the majority of the time. In 2008, it was used around 60% of the time. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's gone up. So I think it's important, you know, as, as you're giving us these, these statistics, I think it's important for all of us to understand the velocity that the fastball has and um, how much it's increased and also how often it's used. You know, right. Major League Baseball players use it the majority of the time. Um, when we transfer this over to a spiritual metaphor, we need to understand the velocity. We need need to understand the um, um, pitch usage, how often it's used, and we also need to understand location. So talk to me a little bit about how important it is to locate a fastball you know you don't want to just throw it down the middle of the plate right 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 and so the fastball pretty much all it has is speed it's the straightest pitch thrown so location is key when it comes to a fastball because you you want to either dot it on the corner or if you know where a um, hitter's weak spot is you want to utilize that spot with your fastball because if you throw it down the middle the even though you're throwing it hard and you're throwing it fast, a lot of these pit, um, hitters will catch up to it. Because just just like the fastballs progressed over time, the hitters have too, right? Yeah, absolutely. There used to be, you know, um, whenever I was growing up, you could see someone that was throwing 95, 96 miles an hour, and the the hitters couldn't catch up to it. Yeah. Now, and now, back back then, that was you were throwing flames like that was hard throwing. Yeah, and now you can't make it to the major leagues unless you can hit the fastball. Yeah, and I mean, now there's people throwing like 101, 102 That's with ease. I mean, Jacob deGrom did that yesterday. He threw like three pitches in a row at 100 or more. Wow. And then his slider came in at like 97. That's nuts. I mean, that it's, it's crazy watching pitchers like that, and you're like, dang, that that's not that didn't used to be the norm and now it is. 
So talk to me a little bit more about location. I know that you talked about how important it was to kind of dot the corners and whatnot, but even, you know, with in the scope of a, a certain game, how you might um, throw your fastball at chest level to get a high strike mm-hmm. um, one time around the order, but you, you need to keep moving it around. Right. Um, so the, the batter can't um, predict what you're doing. Right. 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 And so um, when it comes down to it, like a lot of pitchers will start off with a high fastball so that the batter's already starting to look up and then they'll start pounding in low curveballs and they their eyes haven't adjusted because they were like, oh, well, this is high. Now I my eyes are adjusted to this high fastball mm-hmm. and then a slow curveball comes in and you, you, that's when you get those really awkward swings where people are falling in the batter's box. Yeah, and, when when even when you pitched, you you never were a flamethrower. You never threw hard um, when you pitched. I little, still don't little league and whatnot, but you always had a really good curveball. And the curveball is not what we're focusing on today, but the curveball, the slider, the changeup, all the different pitches that's out there are not effective mm-hmm. unless the fastball is there and yeah. located well and sets all that stuff up, right? Right, and that's why it's called the setup pitch because, I mean, it, it sets you up for the strikeout. And that's why location is huge when it comes to it because you don't want to throw it down the middle or that, that hitter is going to take that ball for a drive because, like, like you taught us, the faster they throw, the harder, it, the farther it goes. Yeah, I mean, you've, we've seen exit velocity – um, just jumped way up you oh, yeah. know, with these hitters hitting balls like 104 to 110 miles an hour. And, you know, they're leaving the ballpark at a at a high rate of speed because of the velocity that these pitches are being thrown. They're not hitting change-ups and curveballs and right. sliders that hard um, as, as much as they are fastballs. Right. And it's it's crazy to think as a fielder, the average um, ground ball used to be like in the 80s, which isn't that hard, but it's still hard. But now the average ground ball is like 95 to 97 off the bat. And so the reaction time you have as a fielder is just insane to be able to notice where the ball's going, get behind it, set your feet and make a great throw. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, so let's look at this kind of in the spiritual connotations of what we're talking about. You know, we, we talked about the fastball today um, for a reason. It's because um, in the metaphor that we're using, you know, when we're talking a pitch towards holiness, we always want to search and discover ways we can be holy men of God. Mm-hmm. And um, we talked about how, offensively speaking, last week, um, the sweet spot is our is our communication You're with right. Jesus. And um, we've talked about some other things, but today, really, the fastball is represented as the Word of God. And um, it's very important that um, the velocity, that the the confidence that we have behind the, the spoken Word of God, speaking it over um, situations in our lives, speaking the Word of God over people that need healing, um, really incorporating the Word of God in our prayer life mm-hmm. is essential in putting the enemy on the run. And that's really how we can be a set-apart man of God by by using our fastball 
the correct way. So if the, the word of God's our fastball, let me read to you out of Hebrews 4.12. It says, the word of God is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing, piercing even the division of soul and spirit and bone and marrow, and rightly dividing the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the Word of God not only is powerful, it's not only true, it's not only never changing, it also will separate your flesh from your spirit, and it discerns what's really in your heart. You know, a lot of people have faith, um, but it's superficial. You know, it doesn't have any action to it, it doesn't have any um, motion to it. But when you spend time in the presence of Jesus... When you have that sweet spot of communion with him, and when your fastball is really on point because you're spending time in the word, then the outward showing of that relationship with Jesus will be your faith. It will be shown out by the way you love people, the way you treat people, the way you care for people, the way you give of yourself and and not of taking yourself first Mm -hmm. but it's that whole self-sacrificial life that comes out because of our relationship with jesus so that's hebrews 4 12 um really a a big a big scripture and you know psalms 119 105 says that the word of god is a lamp unto our feet light unto my path and a light unto our path that's right um the cool thing about the word of god is it shows you where you're at Mm -hmm. You know, it exposes your heart, shows you where you're at, and and that's the lamp into your feet, and then the light into your path. The, the Word of God shows you where you need to go. So right. it's it's forward moving. It's that daily sanctification in our relationship with Jesus. The Word of God cleans us up mm-hmm. from the inside out. So it's it's so important for us to have these pieces um, in our life, and that's. It just as important it is for a major league baseball player to have a fastball. It's important for us to not only have God's word um, available to us and studying it and meditating on it, but in memorizing it. But it's it's important for us to be speaking it over situations in our life. Mm-hmm. It's um, important for us to put the devil on the run when he brings temptation to us with those with right. the word of God with those um, swords that that we can throw at him. And um, Psalms 119.11 says that I will hide God's word in my heart so that I may not sin against God. So you're going to sin. We're all going to sin. We're all going to fall short of the glory of God. But when you have a heart that's full of the word of God, you're less likely to fall into the temptations of what the devil's going to send at you. The hitters that he has that he can sit up to the plate that provide an invitation for you to sin is going to be less likely that you fall into that lie when you are exposed to the truth so often. And a lot of people, they're just like, well, you know, I, I spend time in the word and I do my daily devotional and it's, but it's just like reading and it's just um, knowledge, but it's not wisdom. Wisdom is knowledge applied and, mm-hmm. and really shows out in our faith when that word of God sinks down into our heart and starts changing our lives. Yeah, because you see a lot of people that are really book smart, but when it comes to the application, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And um, 
when it comes to our walk with Christ, it's it's good to know the Bible, and it's it's great to know what it says, but then to put it into action yeah, is a wisdom. whole other thing. That's the wisdom part. You know, the quickest way to put the devil on the run and strike him out is with our fastball, the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the spoken Word of God, the belief in the Word of God, the application of the Word of God, all those things represent the fastball striking the enemy out. And so um, it needs to be used the most of the time in our in our attack against the hitters that the enemy sends to the plate. So mm-hmm. just as a Major League Baseball player... You know, on average, you look through the major leagues. The most of the most of the time, the fastball is the most used pitch, mm-hmm. and that's what needs to happen in our spiritual walk. The Word of God needs to be the thing that we rely on, the thing that we use the most, the thing that we apply. Mm-hmm. I mean, it needs to be essential in our walk with Jesus. Right. Um, you don't, you can't just walk um, through life and and wake up in the morning and pray to Jesus and and believe for some things, and never get into the Word of God. Mm-hmm. That it, it, it doesn't work that way. It's a part of your relationship with Christ, because right. that's how you get to know Him. That's the spoken Word of God to you um, for your building up, edification, and correction. And so we really need to dig into it and um, not just graze over it and superficially read it, but we need to start applying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like wisdom should be, and so it's important to to know what what, what verse to use in different situations, and that's kind of just like a major league pace, baseball player. It's important for them to locate their fastball. It's important for us to locate what scripture to use whenever temptations come up. You know, if you just use the same scripture all the time, it starts becoming a head thing and not a heart thing. Right. But when you have a wealth of scriptures to draw from and you're really prayerfully coming against the enemy, believing wholeheartedly that that scripture is the truth and it has the power to change your life and put the devil on the run, then it's a whole different story. And now you have the right location of your pitch Mm -hmm. um, because you're not just saying the same scripture over and over and over again. One of the scriptures I like to, to, confess over the enemy when he brings temptations my way is is psalms 119 115 and um that i'll let you kind of look that up on your own but that that's one of the things that puts the devil on the run for me but there's also a whole bunch of other scriptures that i use um it just depends on what kind of temptation what kind of hitter he sends up to bat Mm -hmm. on what i use so talk to me a little bit michael about how the word of god um has kind of um, progressed in your life you know just like we talked about the major league fastball going from an average of 93 or 90 or whatever it was to um, mid 90s now talk about the progression of the word of god in your life and and then you can read that scripture yeah so um growing up in the church um i always knew how important the bible was but to me it was just another book until I like actually started diving in and doing devotionals, did it start coming alive to me. And then now as an adult, um, walking through different challenges, you, you go back to scripture and then you're like, oh, well, look, this is what he said and this is what I'm going through. And so it, it just comes alive and it's like, okay, 
this is what I needed to hear today. And um, this is, it's called the book of truth and the devil loves to lie. And just like a wise man always tells me, if you don't know the truth, you're bound to believe a lie. Yeah. It says in John, John 8, 31 and 32, it says, um, Jesus is talking. He says, if you are my disciples, you will continue in my word. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Mm -hmm. So it's important to continue in, in the word of God. You know, we, we talked about the major league, um, baseball player in a lot of different ways. And the reason why we're using this metaphor is because it takes a lot of, um, dedication, self-sacrifice, a lot of time away from your family. Uh, it takes a lot from these athletes to become major league baseball players. And it's the same dedication and self-sacrifice that it takes to be a set apart man of God. And that we need to understand that this, this metaphor isn't, um, isn't something that I just came up with. It's something that God put on my heart because I think it's very, very essential that we come to the realization that the enemy um, wants to lie to us about time and in, um, in, in priorities. And really a lot of people will tell me, well, I don't have time to do Bible study. Mm -hmm. And I would argue that you don't have time not to, right? Especially in the days that we are in. Um, the times that we're in, the, the, the things that are going on in this world, if you are not ready for the fight, the devil's going to lie to you and you're going to fall to his temptations. Right. And just like in Matthew 4, when um, Jesus was being tempted, in verse 4 it says, um, Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Mm. Which, you, which you can't do it by yourself. No. You, you have to know the word of God. You have to walk it out. And then you have, I mean, you have to apply it. Yeah. Well, and, and one guy told me, he said, you know, does that mean that I have to memorize the whole Bible? You know, if I, do I need to know the word that well? And it's not so much of, you know, memorize, memorizing scripture is important, mm -hmm. but it's not about knowing, you know, the whole Bible. It's not about all of that. What it is is learning to apply mm -hmm. what God gives you that day. So the word of God is the bread that he feeds us each day. Mm -hmm. And we ask for that bread, that daily bread, and he gives it to us. And then he expects us and he, re he, he wants us to take that word that he's given us that day and apply it in our walk with obedience mm -hmm. and put the devil on the run with the truth that you got out of that. So each day... In your Bible study, not your devotion time that just takes five minutes, but in your Bible study, um, God will reveal something to you. And when he reveals it to you, use it against the enemy. Right. And it's it's funny because um, I had a camper one time when we used to work um, the camp. He, he came up to me. He's like, because um, I was doing my devotional. He's like, why do you write in your Bible? You, sh you shouldn't do that. And I was like, it's it's not about whether it's right or wrong. I have this thought, and if I don't write it down, I'm going to forget it. And so I put it right next to what I'm reading. That way, the next time I come back to it, I can reflect on what I was going through during that time. And so um, ever since then, I have this thing where I, I come to, when I get to church, I kind of just glance around 
and you can almost see um, those who get into their Bible and those who don't by how nice their Bible looks. Mm-hmm. Because those with a really nice Bible probably don't use it that much. Those with a Bible that falls apart and you have to glue the cover back on probably use their Bible all the time. Yeah. And so so it it's um and yeah, it's it's nice to use the Bible app, but it's just not the same because there's so many ways you can get distracted when doing that. That that's why the paperback is is important. It is cuz you know, it God reveals stuff to you and you know, whether you take notes in a notebook or in in your Bible, it's in, like you said, it's important to write it down what he reveals to you then because not only could it be helpful to you in a different time of your, or mm-hmm. season in your life, but it could also be something that could be helpful to somebody else. Right. And that's that self-sacrificial lifestyle I'm talking about. You're, you're not just looking to see what you can get out of the relationship you have with Jesus, but you're looking to see what God can do through you mm-hmm. and in you so you could be also poured out for him, for his service, and be set apart. Yeah, it's, it's like Pastor John always says, um, writing your Bible, highlighting your Bible, because one day when you're gone, your kids, your grandkids are going to go through your stuff and they're going to find that Bible and find all the writing. And then they're going to be like, wow, this is what he went through. And they might even see how you were praying for them. And, they, and it just speaks to them in so many different ways. And what a legacy to share what you've gone through with somebody else. I mean, that's really what a band of brothers is supposed to do is help each other out. You mm-hmm. know, you look at major league baseball players and they're always encouraging each other in the dugout and they're, you know, looking at the video um, on their little iPads with each other and mm-hmm. kind of building each other up. And that's that's what we need in the body of Christ is we need to take what God's done for us and the lessons that we've learned and the things that we've gone through and we need to share them with other people. That's our testimony, and that's how um, God's worked in our life. And it's important that we don't just hide that and sit on that, but we need to share it with other people. We need to write it down so other people can see it. Like you said, um, that's our legacy is what we leave behind for other people. And mm-hmm. what better thing to leave behind than the Word of God showing some things that you went through and some things that maybe somebody else could learn from. Right. And just, just like you said, um, we need a band of brothers because in the MLB, behind every great pitcher is a catcher that knows the game plan. Yeah, and a pitching coach, you know, and bullpen coaches and uh, all of the, the other pitchers, they, they all just pick each other up. They mm-hmm. pick each other's brains and they talk about the game all the time. And um, really, we, we need to do that. We need to say, hey, you know, I, I went through this temptation and this is what God revealed to me, um, and this is my testimony. Maybe this could help you. And mm-hmm. and maybe if you're going through something, maybe ask another brother. Hey, you know, have you ever gone through this? And and if if you have, what did you use to put the devil on the run? And and let's start talking about the pitches that we use and how we can strike the enemy out with each pitch. But today, the Word of God is prevalent today it has a lot of force behind it and today it has the ability to strike the enemy out right and it's um it's it's a big part of our walk with christ because without it 
you're going to fall. That's it. If you don't know the truth, you'll believe a lie. Yeah. I've said it so many times. My boys get tired of, you know, kind of roll their eyes at me every <laughs> once in a while whenever. But it's so true. You know, I see them fall into temptation or I see myself fall into temptation. Mm-hmm. It's because I bought a lie. Mm-hmm. Because I was away from the truth. Right. You know? Even a day away from the truth, even a day away from your, your Bible study can affect your walk and um, put you in a place where you could believe the lies of the enemy. So it's important that daily we're girded up in our mind. Um, we have this renewing of our mind through the Word of God and that we can be set apart, men of God, ready to be used any way that Jesus wants to use us and applying the knowledge of the Word of God um, each and every day and putting the devil on the run, striking him out with the fastball, God's mm-hmm. Word. Yeah, because if, if you think about it, um, we're always on the battlefield, and you can't take a break as a soldier in the midst of a battle. That That's when you're going to get attacked. You know, I always used to laugh whenever we would play like... Um, when you were kids and y'all would play like fake sword fighting or mm-hmm. something like that with with um, some fake swords. Or, and then you call time some, out. Yeah, and then someone's <laughs> like, time out, time out. You know, they had to adjust their glasses or something. Well, there's no timeouts in, in spiritual warfare. The devil's going to come against you, and he doesn't care if you're not ready. Mm-hmm. In fact, he prefers that. So it's it's just a an awareness that we need to have, that we need to be girded up with the loins of our mind every day and ready for the attacks because it's not if it's when you know yeah. we live on the Gulf Coast and it's not if we're gonna get a hurricane it's, it's when it's when so we need to be ready we need to be prepared people we don't need to be afraid but we need to be ready mm-hmm. and the same thing happens with our walk with Jesus we know the enemy's gonna come against us but guess what we already had the victory let's apply that right and let's beat him at his own game with the truth of the Word of God, because all he takes is the truth and twists it. That's all he does. And um, so you won't believe his lies if you know God's Word, and it's hidden down deep in your heart. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, um, we're going to end with prayer, and I, I really hope that everything we've said today you take to heart, because this is um, really important. It is. Our next podcast, we're going to be talking about the curveball. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. how that metaphorically works in our spiritual life but today let's just take heart that we need to spend that quality time studying the word of god so it can change our life Mm -hmm. and it can put the devil on the run right let's pray so lord god we thank you for this day lord god and we just thank you for everything you're showing us through this lord god i just pray that we wouldn't take our devotion time for granted that we would dive into our bibles that we would meditate on your word that we would take it to heart, that we would memorize. Lord God, I just thank you for everything you're doing and the people's lives that are listening. Lord God, I just thank you that um, for this podcast, Lord God, and I just thank you for this platform that we have. I just pray that you would bless us and bless everybody listening. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, that'll do it today on the Pitch, for, Pitch Towards Holiness podcast. I'm Michael Kidwell. And I'm Mike Kidwell. All right, guys. Um, for those of you listening, you can find us on Facebook at Pitch Towards Holiness Pod on our Facebook. It has the link for our YouTube. And YouTube is now not the only place you can find this podcast. Anywhere you 
can listen to podcasts, you can find our podcast now. So it's all they got to do is search "pitch for holiness." Yep, all they have to do. And if you can't, um, you can call or text us, and we will get you that so that you can listen. Um, so thank you again for listening, and we hope you have a great day. Bye, guys.